0: We're going to end today's show with John Millay. This is Preps Today with John Millay with a very personal note from John. As usual, it won't be as personal as last week's, but it'll still be it'll still be in the family. It'll still be personal. Th- again, this is Preps day with John Millay. This is our Preps Sports Show at TalkNorth.com, the uh, podcast network that brings you just about everything, including the best sports lineup in Minnesota. Uh, let's start today, John, with uh, state speech. I love it when we go, you know, listen, we, we both love sports. We both grew up. Uh, writing about sports but it's not just this show just isn't about sports and and preps aren't just about sports either we're going to talk about uh speech and i love it you know as we always say in the show you just want kids to be involved and some of the activities translate even better into real life than some of the sports stuff
1: there you go and speech is certainly one of those jim it's good to be on here again with you on a rainy wednesday afternoon but what's new about that um yeah this week is the state speech meet and i want to Start talking about that with something I mentioned last week. Um, Lakaya Manska, a senior at Morris area high school. uh, She wrote this really powerful essay, you know, in the aftermath of this uh, racist social media message that was sent to a Minneapolis North player during the state basketball tournament. So, and I have posted a story about Lakaya on John's journal at mshsl.org. It's I, 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 it It was kind of a not the simplest thing to write because there were two parts of this one is just her I, I I talked to her at length about growing up as a as a black female in a small rural Minnesota town, the things she's faced and how she reacted to this social media message during the tournament, and then tie that in with the state speech meet where uh, she'll make her second appearance at state. This week, but if you go to uh, mshsl.org, scroll down to John's journal, there's some photos of Lakaya and the other kids from Morris who qualified for state speech. And that will take place at Eastview High School with class AA schools competing on Friday and class A on Saturday. It's always a great event. Uh, I'll be there. I'm going I'm to watch Lakaya do her, uh, do her thing. Uh, it's, I mean, I know it's going to be impressive just after spending 30 or 40 minutes on the phone with her. Um, and, uh, it's, 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 I'm going to tie this into what we've learned, what we learned about the Pillsbury United communities, is what they did for Minneapolis North last week. But, you know, after the tournament, after the tournaments were over, I wrote about the impact of that racist message that was sent to a player from North and, and Larry McKenzie, the head coach at North and James Ware, the boys basketball coach at park center after, after they uh, played in state championship games, they were very, open and talking about what their players have to endure. And Larry McKenzie from North specifically, you know, he talked about the pandemic kids, not in school. Then the teacher strike in Minneapolis kept kids out of school, you know, leading up to the tournament, there was no school in Minneapolis. Uh, Deshaun Hill, a 15 year old athlete at North was murdered on a sidewalk after school. You know, Dante Wright in Brooklyn center was killed. And then this to kind of, cap the whole terrible series off, this social media message. And and that takes us to Pillsbury United Communities, which is kind of a philanthropic organization in town. They surprise the entire senior class at Minneapolis North by basically awarding every graduating senior a $10,000 scholarship. And there's roughly 100 seniors at North. This is a million-dollar investment in these kids from Pillsbury United Communities, and they can use it towards college or whatever post high school training program they choose. It's wonderful. It does indeed take a village. And I think that's just that's just one of the greatest pieces of news in a long time that every senior from Minneapolis North, after what all those kids have been through, athletes or not, a uh, pretty remarkable uh, gesture by Pillsbury United Communities.
0: No, it's it's fantastic, and, and I have to admit, I, I vaguely heard of them before. Had you heard of of that organization before? I don't think
1: I had specifically. No, certainly the Pillsbury name is big around here. but I don't think I'd heard of that group.
0: Yeah, it's uh, that's so impressive.
1: Yeah, I know. I, I know. I think I know. Like the Twins, they're they're part of that. I would guess the other most of the other, if not all the other, professional sports teams in towns are, are part of that. But yeah, it's just a terrific, terrific thing.
0: No, it's fantastic. Uh, let's. Uh, we're going to move on to changing lineups. Just want to let you know, uh, we appreciate everybody who supports TalkNorth.com and supports this podcast, including our sponsors, Pizza Barn in Princeton and TCO. We'll tell you about another TCO event and TCO initiatives coming up here soon. Uh, also, thank you to our producer, Brianne Burdett, and everybody at Talk North for making this all possible. Now let's go to changing lineups.
1: Yeah, Jim, uh, we got people moving around, changing jobs. Uh, two of the big ones are going to be for shortly here two new uh, associate directors at the Minnesota State High School League. I've mentioned these these folks on the podcast before but their their start dates are now official. Lisa Quedno is the activities director at Austin High School. I know Lisa well. She'll become a new associate director at the league. She starts on May 9th and then Phil Archer who's the AD at Creighton Durham Hall and a former Gophers football player and I'm so old I remember when Phil Archer was a high school football superstar at Creighton. That's how old Mm -hmm. I am. He's going to be a new associate director starting June 6th. Those are two great people. We're excited to have them join our staff. And our great friend Dan Johnson is retiring at the end of the school year after a long and distinguished career at Hopkins High School as the activities director. And another former Gophers football player, I don't know, Jared Ellerson. He's been the AD at Richfield for four years. He's been hired to take over those giant shoes of Dan Johnson at Hopkins, so good luck there. Uh, Congrats go out to Matt Broughton. He's been selected as the interim AD at Cambridge Isanti. And for many years, that position has been held by our great friend Mark Solberg, who's retiring. He's the guy on Twitter who basically invented hashtag, thank a ref. I mean, he he still does it at every event up there. Um, it, just a great, and that's just you know one of a million things Mark Solberg has done for Cambridge ISANI for high school activities in Minnesota. So uh, he's going to move on, and, and well deserved.
0: Yeah, and you know I. Corresponded with Dan Johnson occasionally when I was working on stories. Never really got to know him very well, but I sense you know him pretty well. Oh, absolutely, one of the best. Yeah, yeah, and that's the thing I've always heard great things about him. Not to single him out, I know you mentioned a lot of good people. He's just somebody who's kind of in my has been in my sphere. Occasionally. Yeah, with
1: all the with all the especially basketball success at, at yep. Hopkins over the years. You know, a lot of people have interacted with Dan who maybe otherwise wouldn't and he always treats everybody wonderfully and always goes out of his way to make everybody uh, feel welcome and and takes care of everybody's needs so yeah he's really going to be missed there.
0: Let's talk about spring sports coming up we are going to talk some coaching news we're going to thank a ref as we always do and we will talk about John's mom but tell us about spring sports right now.
1: Yeah it's a it's a sputtering start Jim I, I was last week on the show I talked about Being at a baseball game in Farmington, that's one baseball game for me so far. I was at a track meet uh, Tuesday here this week, my first track meet of the spring. Uh, It was really fun. I watched kids from seven schools, boys and girls, compete at the Lake City Invitational. It was a bit chilly, but nothing we tough Minnesotans can't handle. And the main reason I was there, which you know, coaches who saw me and some administrators, they knew why I was there. It's to watch a, a young man named Jared White. He's a senior, a pole vaulter and sprinter from Pine Island. He, he's a big timer. He he set a record at the state track meet last year. He cleared 15-9. And before that, at, at his section meet, he cleared 16 feet. The state record in the boys' pole vault is 16-1-3 quarters. Uh I'm not going very far out on a limb to say he's going to top that this spring. Um, and it was interesting that this meet Tuesday at Lake city was his first meet of the spring. Well, I think for everybody, it was their first meet, but Jared had only pole vaulted outdoors twice this spring and pine Island does not have an indoor facility. You know, he can't run into the, you know, some, uh, big nice field house and do some pole vaulting they don't they don't have that capability but there's a john's journal story about jared in the works that'll be up before too long i hope here's a here's a recruiting twist that i i'm not surprised to hear you know a couple years ago the university of minnesota eliminated some sports including men's indoor track and field they still have track and field for men and women but the men do not have an indoor season and this is the first, you know, high profile athlete who told me he's not going there because they don't have an indoor season. He's going to go to North Dakota state, be on the track team. He said the U was on his list of schools, but because they don't have men's indoor track, he, he took them off his list. And, you know, and I know that decision was based on finances. I, we don't all understand it, but to me, this just presents all kinds of problems for the future of that, you know, men's track and field program. How many of these high level kids are doing the same thing and saying no to the U because there's no indoor men's track season? Um, I, I think this just doesn't bode well for the future of that program because why, if you've got a chance to go to Minnesota or North Dakota State or Wisconsin or wherever. I don't think you're going to choose one, the one that doesn't have an indoor season. That's a lot of practice. That's competitions. You know, you're not throwing the discus in the indoor season, but you're pole vaulting, you're sprinting, you're running, you know, you're running on the track. And uh, I I worry about that. So I I think that's something we can track here. Uh, But Jared White is a great kid. I enjoyed talking to him and his coaches down there. Uh, We're going to hear more from him this spring. Um, speaking of the weather, I, I tweeted something earlier this week i was I was looking up this meet. It was originally scheduled for Monday. It was pushed back to Tuesday. So I called up the calendar for the Hiawatha Valley League, which a bunch of these schools are in. and for Monday this week, I don't know how many activities were scheduled from baseball, softball, golf, track, just all the spring sports, tennis uh, i don't I don't know if any of those schools have lacrosse. Every single one of them had a red line through it because none of them were held on Monday. This was one conference, an entire day wiped out. And I tweeted a link to that basically saying, if you want to see a fitting summary of spring sports in Minnesota, click this. And and when you clicked, it brought up that page from the Hiawatha Valley Conference with just everything annihilated. And I was talking to an athletic director from that part of the state this week. And the message was about 85% of events Right now, as of right now, have been canceled, postponed, or rescheduled, and now it's it's getting to be like a pileup. There's only so many days in these spring seasons. It's a pretty short season, and finding officials is becoming more and more of a problem. So, if we can get this weather thing turned around, we're going to be okay. But um you know, and, and always this time of year, there's debate. When the weather's bad, people. Especially on Twitter, start debating. What if we played some of these spring sports in the summer? And I get it. We're all frustrated with the weather. If if the first day of you know baseball practice was today, and you didn't play games for another week and a half, sure. But you know, should golf be played in the fall? There's a lot of things that come up. Um, I, there's so many issues with all of those things. And you know, people say, hey, in Iowa, they play baseball and softball on the high school level in the summer. Yeah. And another, another thing they don't do in Iowa is they really don't have things like Legion baseball because you can't do Legion baseball, VFW ball, whatever, and high school baseball at the same time. Same thing with club softball and high school softball. So I think Iowa is the only state that does that. It's an outlier. I grew up there playing high school baseball in the summer, Um, but these things pop up makes for good discussion, but here, but, all we have to do if we think this is the worst spring ever, two years ago, uh, I think just in the last week was the two-year anniversary of our of our Be the Light MN video that our friend Brian Cole in Moorhead created and our, our friend Dick Bremer from the Twins. Uh, he read the script, and uh, it, that was the spring. We didn't have spring sports, and, and this nationwide effort to turn on your stadium lights just as kind of a way to remember what we're missing, um, so I mean that's the worst possible spring. This is bad. This is not good, but you know it, things can be worse, and and we're gonna we're gonna make it. Our spring's gonna end up fine, but this just it's the way it is in Minnesota.
0: Pretty simple. It's your job to fix it, John.
1: <laughs> I'm working on it. I'm under the hood right now.
0: <laughs> good. All right. Hey, uh, speaking of speaking of hoods, how about that for just the the smoothest possible transition? Uh, Pizza Barn in Princeton actually has food trucks, food trucks, plural, going all over the state, Uh, of course, all over the metro. We've uh, eaten out of those food trucks before. They are phenomenal. Tell us more about Pizza Barn in Princeton.
1: Yeah, the the second food truck is, is getting rolling here. Um, they do business all over with those things. Talk about a growing business. It's It's been a business in uh, Princeton for nearly four decades, just a fantastic asset for the community of Princeton and well beyond. With two food trucks, it's even easier for them to come to you. They are taking bookings like crazy now for graduation parties, weddings, reunions, any of these spring and summer events. They'll do the work. Go to their website, pizzabarnprinceton.com. There's contact information there. Jody Stay, the owner, uh, who runs the show with with her great crew, she'll get back to you right away. She'll see your your note on there. Answer all your questions about availability and pricing, and they're not afraid to drive those to gas those babies up and drive some miles. So don't think if you're if you don't think you're close enough to Princeton double check because you might be and of course the pizza barn has a great big menu with everything you'd want for lunch dinner in person take and bake delivery they cater as well and the famous food trucks just it's a cherry on the top so uh thanks to the pizza barn for everything they do
0: yes and thank you also to tco we did a tco opening uh god it was like last fall during football season we're we're planning on working with tco some more
1: Yes, we are. Um, they've got a new state-of-the-art clinic now open in Brooklyn Park, part of the 610 Crossings Development, north of the 610 Off-Ramp, south of 96th Avenue North. It's easy to get to. Patients will not only have access to first-class, first-class orthopedic care, uh, advanced imaging and MRI, but also physical therapy, hand therapy pelvic health therapy. Everything's available at the clinic in Brooklyn Park. And we've talked before about uh, Mr. Basketball this year. Braden Carrington from Park Center, the Class 4A state champs. Uh, Braden had a great season and uh, that is the first ever state title in boys basketball for the Pirates. But as we know, his season almost did not happen. During AAU ball before his senior year, he Braden partially tore a patella tendon. That's a serious knee injury. Uh, The pain was too much, and since Park Center partners with TCO, the athletic trainer there sent him to TCO for physical therapy, and it absolutely literally saved Braden's senior season. He was able to be part of the team, won a state championship, and uh, he got back to 100%, maintained during the season with different things prescribed by the experts at TCO. Uh, We can't wait to watch Braden play next season with the Gophers and make sure to check out the video. There's a great video of Braden's story on any of the, the Twin Cities Orthopedics social media channels. And speaking of that uh, grand opening and of TCO Brooklyn Park, the big event is going to be Saturday, May 21st, a family-friendly event, free, open to the public. Jim and I will be there. We're going to do a show. We're going to have some great guests, uh, Vikings-related guests, including Victor the Viking, the cheerleaders, the skull Line. Uh, Some special guests will be announced soon. The first 150 people there will receive a sideline swag bag. There'll be chances to win Vikings memorabilia. You can tour the new facility. I know I'm going to do that. Games and activities for all age. And wouldn't you know it, one of those pizza barn food trucks will be there at Twin Cities Orthopedic in Brooklyn Park on May 21st as well. So it's going to be a reunion for all of us, Jim
0: uh looking forward to it uh that'll be a blast it was a blast last time we'll have a a really good time this time and and, hey we we do our part but i thought tco did a great job of organizing it making it just fun for everybody who came through
1: yep yep it's uh they they do great i want to mention ryan shaver from tco yes Uh, randy's son former sports guy at care 11 he's he does a lot of that heavy lifting at tco now that's where he works and creates the videos like the one of braden carrington and Heavily involved in events like we're talking about. So thank you to Ryan Shaver.
0: Thanks to Ryan. And of course, uh, Randy pitched in on the last show as well. Uh, it was always great to see him. All right, let's get to coaching news.
1: Yeah, some coaches are are moving and retiring and, and, and there's milestones. Uh, up in Parker's Prairie, uh, John Noga has been the girls basketball and softball coach for decades. He's going to retire from both of those positions at the end of the spring. Uh, he ranks fourth, all, or no, not fourth, ninth all time among girls basketball coaches in wins. He's been there for 38 years coaching girls basketball, only four losing seasons. John's also going to retire from his teaching position in physical education, but he will stay on as the Panthers activities director. Congratulations. Congratulations to John Noga at Parker's Prairie. Congrats to Albany baseball coach, Alan Amdahl another great guy. He got his 400th career win last week. And congrats to Eli King of Caledonia. He's going to play basketball at Iowa State. He is this year's recipient of the McDonald Award, which the, uh, the Boys Basketball Coaches Association gives to the top boys basketball player in the state. It's the McDonald Award. We know it's named after the late, great uh, Bob McDonald of Chisholm. And this award was presented to Eli by Bob's son, Mike, the coach at Cambridge Isani, and Bob's grandson, Kyle, the coach at Forest Lake. And in probably the biggest coaching news of the week, Brian Cosgriff has been named the girls' head basketball coach at Minnetonka. He, of course, was the coach at Hopkins for 21 years. His team's won seven state titles. And uh, I wrote about him during the Girls State Basketball Tournament. We talked about him here this past season. He was an assistant coach at Providence Academy. That team won a 2A state title. And this is where it gets interesting. There's speculation about who's going to be on his team at Minnetonka, the name I've heard. And this is absolute, pure, 0% fact. It's all speculation that I'm hearing. Matty Greenway, the best player at Providence Academy, whose dad is former Viking Chad Greenway she just finished she's in her eighth grade year she she has been a starter at providence academy for two years now in seventh and eighth grade she's already been offered a full ride by lindsey whalen and the gophers and people are speculating she could end up at minnetonka next season and it's maybe not that far-fetched um you know she she talked to me at the state tournament how much she enjoys enjoyed having brian cosgriff on the staff um and a lot of that was he's the guy who coached Paige Becker's, and we know, you know how she developed. So here's the deal: Maddie's in eighth grade. She could she could go to any school she wants as a ninth grader. Doesn't have to change residence. Wouldn't lose any eligibility. The way the rules are written in Minnesota, the most important date is where are you in school on the first day of ninth grade. After that point, you know if you want to change schools after that. You either have to have an approved change of residence or you miss, you sit out one year of varsity eligibility because Maddie Greenway is not yet in ninth grade. The way I understand it, and I, I, I'm i no expert, I think she could, you know, next summer just decide, oh, let's go to Minnetonka, let's change schools. I'm not saying that's going to happen. I'm all for kids staying where they are. Providence Academy's a wonderful school, a wonderful athletic programs, great people, but I just I think the speculation that people are are uh, speculating on, yeah, wouldn't be the biggest shocker in the world, but uh these are these are family decisions and we'll see if nothing happens that's great. If 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 kids move, more power to them, that's their right and we'll just we'll just see. It's kind of intriguing.
0: Yeah, any uh, scuttlebutt on why Cosgrove would not be at Hopkins and suddenly be at Minnetonka?
1: You know, there's – I don't know exactly. I, I My guess is um, – well, Hopkins, you know, they they hired a coach when he left a couple years ago. She's still there. They won a state championship. They're in fine shape. Mm-hmm. I, I heard speculation from different people. One of the reasons he left when he did, there were some parents bearing down on him. I don't know. I don't know that, but he's not, he's not an elderly man. Um, He's got some mileage left on those tires. He loves to coach. The guy loves the gym. He loves the kids. And I I think probably being an assistant for one year at Providence Academy, maybe made him realize, Hey, um, I want to, I want to get back to head coaching. And it's interesting Hopkins and Minnetonka. Those are, you know, they're in the same conference you can ride a bike between those two schools and uh, yeah, he's going to do a great job. And uh, yeah, I I don't know any of the details here, but uh, you know, who wouldn't want to be a head coach at Mennataka high school?
0: Oh yeah. No doubt about that. All right. Hey, let's wrap up the show uh, with thanking a ref and a, an episode or a segment we're going to call John's mom is cool.
1: (laughs) There you go. Yeah. Thank a ref. I'm not thanking myself, but I have talked previously how I, Intend to become a certified official. I have now taken the first steps down that path. I went to mshsl.org. I found the officiating information. I clicked a couple of links. I sent in 15 bucks. I uh, I did. I viewed and passed a concussion awareness test. So I've got the certificate to prove that and i am on my way to becoming a certified track and field official in minnesota I'm not saying i'm gonna i'm gonna officiate any track meets i'm just saying i've been talking the talk for years about we need more officials it by god it's time i walk the walk so if i can convince one other person to do this that's enough for me i i may end up working at track meet i don't know you know i'm not certified yet it wouldn't be this year i'm sure but you never know if i can help out I wouldn't mind that. Maybe a lower level meet if somebody needs some help and I'm not doing anything. So, um, yeah, thanks to all the officials out there. This spring, I've already seen them out there hard at work. And and like I mentioned previously, with all these schedules and games piling up on top of each other, we're going to have some very busy officials here this spring. Once the weather turns and and we have a really good stretch of days these guys are going to be busy. Let's, let's respect them. Let's treat them right. Let's, let's say thank you to these folks because uh, we have to have them.
0: That's great stuff. And a way to put your money and your time and your good intentions where your mouth is. That's uh, really impressive of you to do that.
1: I generally put pretzels and cheese where my mouth is. I think yes. this is a nice, or you can do nice both change of pace. I can do both. I can do yeah. both. Yeah.
0: It's all sequential.
1: <laughs> yeah. All right. Tell okay. me about your mom. So my mom sent me a text on Easter. The first time ever I've received a text from my mom, she had a new cell phone. As she said, I have a smartphone now. I, she didn't, you know, she didn't have like a jitter bug before, but I, her old phone may have been capable of texting. I think it probably was, but she didn't know how to do it. So she, she upgraded to a, a smartphone as she calls it. And a couple of my siblings who had been to her house uh, showed her how to send a text. So on Easter, I get a text. From my mom wishing me happy, me and my family, happy Easter. My mom is less than one year from being 90 years old, and she's texting. So there's a lesson for the kids out there. You're never too old to learn new things. So way to go. Way to go, Betty Malay. Way to go, my mom.
0: If the Star Tribune hears about your mom, they're going to have me in there doing all kinds of classes, teaching me all kinds (laughs) of stuff that I don't understand.
1: My mom will come in and, and teach you young whippersnappers a thing or two. Uh,
0: well, I'm sure she could teach me quite a lot. Um, <laughs> hey, good stuff, John. And the uh, stuff about you becoming a track and field official is really cool. I really appreciate that. Hey, thanks to everybody who listens to com. Best way to listen to this show or the network subscribe to your favorite podcast app it's free it's easy and uh, also you can follow us at twitter, on twitter at talk north pod if you want to see all the shows as they release we have outdoor stuff variety stuff great sports stuff john krasinski on the timberwolves is fantastic right now as you're watching the playoffs and once again thank you to our producer Brian burnett anything else you want to add john
1: um you know jim this is uh episode 197 of our preps today oh, wow. podcast maybe yeah, maybe for the 200th, maybe that's the day we should go to the pizza barn and do our 200th show from up there. I haven't looked at schedules. I don't know if that's doable, but maybe that's something we can we can look into.
0: Uh, you know what? I think my schedule is remarkably open, unless the Timberwolves go on some crazy long playoff run that right, ends up with right. me on the road. Uh, I really think I'm pretty wide open, so let's let's do it. Let's do it like a good, I don't know, like a good Tuesday or Wednesday night, go up there, get dinner, do a show.
1: I think it's great. I think it's an awesome plan.
0: Good deal. Jody stay. will make it happen. Uh, Thanks again to everyone who makes the show possible. And we'll be back next week.